Canon Care Docs, compassionate, compliant, confidential. CBDplease.com, your best source for medical quality CBD products, is proud to sponsor the Young Jerks radio show. We're the Young Jerks on WMF Radio. Wow, who was that? Was that Rhodes Pierre? Oh, 617-500-7100 is the phone number. We're the Young Jerks. Welcome to the show. Hello. My name's Mike Crawford. I'm Brianna Morrell. I'm sick as a friggin' dog. Not feeling so hot today. No. <laughs> and you thought I was hot. Like uh, you admit you were out last week. Yeah, I was out in the I, desert last week. You were out last week, and uh, I didn't have a good week here. I've heard <laughs> it was a brawl. I needed you. I needed you. You needed the balance. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, balance. No. That's what we call Some it. Some <laughs> feminine uh, touch or something. Gone for one week. I'm just, I've happened. just had it lately. Oh, no. With everything. Like, the old, I don't know. I guess when you get older, you're supposed to be more chill. Mm-hmm. I'm just not that way. I clearly think you're not smoking enough weed. I don't know. No, I think I smoke <laughs> enough. Well, I mean, I could be smoking more, but my life is pretty damn good, actually, so... Except I'm sick today, and I hate being sick. Like, Not feeling so great. Oh, every day I get sick. You, you ever get sick and you think about how bad people actually have it, like that are sick every day, like that have cancer? And, I've lived totally. it. Yeah, she's already speaking. We brought up the scene. <laughs> <laughs> we have a guest here. Yes, we do. I sound like I have cancer today. I've had cancer before. I'm definitely uh, lucky. Uh, I had bladder cancer, and it was just like taken uh, with a quick surgery. Mine too. Wow. Oh, you had bladder cancer too? No, Lauren, I, had, I had cervical. You had cervical cancer. Yeah, okay. But it was a. Quick We're talking about cancer today. Yeah, it was and a quick. Sickness. It was a quick surgery. <laughs> survivors. Survivors. Really serious. Show here. Like Destiny's Child here. Uplifting. We're survivors. So that's Lauren Pispisa. She's here yes, today. That's Lauren me. Pepsi is here. Yes, I was out last week Pepsi's too. Here. So we we're missing the, the feminine voices. Yeah, the feminine yeah, the side feminine, of the show is the, back. The ladies are back. Except maybe Warren. Warren was here, right? <laughs> and Warren is here today. I was all talking like a dude, though. Yeah, he wasn't even half a woman. he was like all man last week. He didn't really help me out much. <laughs> yeah, we had arm wrestling. We threw somebody. I out. fought a woman last week. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he fought oh, no, a woman. Mike. <laughs> what did we miss? <laughs> Apparently, it got pretty bad. Dude, I should have been there for the brawl. I've been waiting to punch somebody on the air. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to brawl. Yeah, I you got out of prison. You wanted to fight first. You wanted to fight Brianna, and then I think it was fight me now or something. I, want, I just want to fight a Nazi, really. I find it out. That's right. <laughs> it was other pirates, though. It could be like a swashbuckle. Oh, that's bro. right. I really wanted to be there, but I wasn't feeling so hot last week. That's why I missed it. Can I complain about other stuff, too? Yeah. Of course. Please. Not. The internet's out, number one. So we found another way to patch around WEMF's radio's internet. Now my headphones, I can't hear anything. I'm like wow. pulling the thing. I'm like, where is this wire going to? I, I, don't, I don't actually know. Who's going to solve it? Look, I'm making noises. Remember when we weren't supposed to do this on the air, Mike? I know, but I'm the guy. <laughs> if I can't hear, it's like, come on. Oh, there you go. Right there. Stop. Stop. Don't touch it. Perfect. Thank you, Lauren. Lauren Pispisa being helpful. Tech support. You're better than me. You're better than Rhodes. <laughs> oh, don't tell Rhodes that. The, the thing about the Rhodes, he would do it to, pe- to people that didn't count. Like yeah. <laughs> someone that didn't even need to be on the show for like right. another 25 minutes and he's right. messing with the headphones, pissing us off. Yeah, I remember that. And making noises and like, oh. We oh. the people. I love oh. Rhodes. I love I Rhodes. I love I Rhodes. never had a problem I, when I, I obviously love loved him because <laughs> all the crap I gave him, I had him around that long. So yeah. I love the guy. <laughs> I gave him his first friggin' break. He's people got don't remember. Personality. He sure does. We have, we're birthday buddies. We have the same birthday. Oh, that's cool. different year, but same birthday. So you know, we 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 connect. We relate. We got it. 
And we're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio here every Saturday at 6 p.m. Our other guest is already talking, of course. I was going to tell her to <laughs> take a break and not come on for like 10 minutes, put her in the other room. I was going to say, you gave her a microphone to start That's with. My fault. That was your mistake there. I did. I told her to sit down. Because I, I, she was standing there, and I'm like, she's got to sit down. She's... She would have been talking off mic if yeah. you didn't give her a mic. Yeah, so. she, or or, or <laughs> her, her whole family, her crew or that she comes with, would have been in the other room <laughs> making, making all the noise. The, the party would have been in the other room. So you got to have her here. Her name is, uh, we should bring her in, uh, good friend. Friend of the a show. A mother, a cancer survivor. She's loud. She's Irish. I love this. She, the Irish thing, too, is, is uh, you know, uh, we're doing, you said, Mikey. We gotta do. We gotta do St. Patty's Day. That's right. We gotta yeah. celebrate. No, our, we gotta yeah. get our Irish on. Well, and it's way early, so we're doing it this weekend, right? Well, yeah, because next weekend is real festivities. So yeah. Well, the right, next yeah. weekend is like the uh, the people who hate gay people doing a parade. No, I thought they changed that. I thought they changed <laughs> I don't it. Care. They're allowing. What do you know they what? call the people that are they hate allowing? Gay people? Yeah. Yeah, I think you know, they are. They switched. the veterans for uh, a war, uh, whatever they call themselves. They're VFA. Gay, gay veterans. They, they just. I'm sorry. I, I would not be caught dead at that parade at this point because oh, you know vet- veterans for peace no not veterans oh for yeah because i've been at that parade the i'm talking about right. the south no, boston LGBT. parade the real parade yeah uh, where veterans. they send a press release and say oh it's not about being gay it's that the, they have a rainbow flag oh my god That's, that was their actual like press release like that we're not <laughs> Needs more green in that we're, flag. we're not bigots we just don't like their rainbow flag <sighs> No, we're not anti-gay. We're anti-rainbow. Symbol of a rainbow. <laughs> yeah. Right? We're anti the covenant with. But Noah. now they're gonna do it because your cousin uh, Stephen Lynch, the congressman Stephen Lynch, the, another one who I think is actually a secret bigot. Maybe am I right on that one? Is he? Does he uh, like not like gay people? <laughs> uh, he's conservative. He's conservative. And he he that, stacked in and said, "Oh, we gotta fix this, right?" Then they came to some kind of compromise. Now in this. Oh, good. Right <laughs> on the on this parade. Yeah, they did. They did. I the saw that online. Yeah. Hours, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like I, at this point. I don't. I don't want anything to do with that parade. I would never go to that parade at this point. I, and there's I so am, much drinking. And today, yeah, it's, yeah, it's so much the puke on the ground. Yeah, yeah. It's not really. No, you yeah. get to walk into people's houses, pass out on their couch, and they don't even know you. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Here's some more vodka." So instead, we're gonna celebrate vodka here and on St. Patty's Day. And today, we're, we're, we're gonna make a Whiskey. statement: all gay people are allowed on the St. Patty's Day that we're doing today, right? That's right. Right. Of course. Uh, yeah. You can have a rainbow flag. Mm. You can have a whatever flag. You can have you a want. potleaf flag. Yeah. As it long can... as it's not hateful. Yes. No hate. No Nazi flags. Uh, yeah, no, no Nazi flags. Can I speak? Yeah, Donna, you can. Uh, uh, I don't Go ahead, know Donna. when should I raise St. Patty's Day. Mikey, it's no, your thing. St. Pat, uh, it's your heritage. Not in defense of his um, relative, the. Um, is he what? Stephen Lynch. Yeah, he's related yeah. to Stephen Lynch. So, uh, Distant. Warren is. Well, regardless, we were um, Distant kind cousin? of tying in yeah. Irish. Uh, to cannabis, into politics, et cetera. Um, in defense, uh, our our heritage almost presets that generation to not be so accepting of gays. And in my my adult life, um, as a youth growing up, my grandparents weren't accepting very of conservative. black people, mm. gays, or anything. The so Irish are very working. It's a, it's, a, it's a transition that happens, and sometimes with the Irish, it happens a little slow. We, we have the Catholic stubborn. thing. It's the yeah. Catholic thing. And the it's Catholic, the Catholic church. Yeah, right. We're really it's, not allowed to be progressive because of the church as yeah, well. Yeah, the church, but Ireland had gay marriage before America uh, did. Yeah, let's face it. And how's their St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> it's a beautiful country. <laughs> Irish doesn't, I guess Ireland doesn't uh, have the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. Or Southie. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. Uh, every Saturday at 6 p.m., we talk a lot about uh, cannabis, marijuana. Marijuana. I can't even say it today. Marijuana. Ganja. Yeah. Weed garden. Yeah, I want to talk about uh, what's, you know, because there's a lot happening on that uh, at the State House. And uh, we also got a boy here from Greenleaf Brett, Magazine. From Greenleaf. Brett. Yeah. Nice issue here. Crockett's Humongous Harvest. Treat. Photo essay from the family farm by Bobby Black is the uh, cover on this issue. And uh, one of my stories is also in there, so you should definitely check that out. It's always good to see uh, Brett from Greenleaf in the studio. You want to say something on the microphone here, Brett? What's going on, you guys? It's always good to be on uh, The Young Jerks. We also got uh, Jeremy from The Rig Rags, who actually started The uh, Secret Cup. Everybody knows about The Secret Cup. It's also going to be coming in uh, May. And uh, and also in uh, coming to Maine, so it's going to be some good times. Super he's downstairs. He's actually, Is he here? Yeah, he's yeah, right there. Yeah. Oh, you got him in Jeremy, for us. Jeremy, what's up, brother? All right, cool. Yeah. We're going to get him on the show yeah. today too. Jeremy Nori. Is Jeremy ready? You want to tell us about him too before we bring him on? Jeremy, a little bit? you can tell. You can discuss no, everything. We're going to bring him in on the next segment after Donna. Like, I want no, you to tease no. the audience. <laughs> tell him what's coming up in the next segment with Jeremy. Jeremy's a great guy. He started a company called Rig Rags. Everybody, if you if you dab or if you use any type of rigs, uh, it, they're <laughs> everywhere. The, uh, the secret <laughs> the secret cup is a known hash festival that's just worldwide. That's been everywhere. Uh, I've known him for about four or five years, so uh, he's a really good guy. He's going to be coming up next. So, uh, and the Secret Cup's coming to Rhode Island and Maine. So, uh, the last time it was Rhode Island, it was one of the best ones that uh, that I've been to. Uh, it was a really good time. So, yeah. call, ask questions, everything. You know, hit him up. He's going to be on in about well, fifteen like minutes. That's right. We're going to have him all. Around. We're going to have him up very soon on the show. Um, and I think he's coming in from where? Colorado? Is it? California. California? Oh, lovely. So Beautiful. We got uh, a big show today. And Donna's now talking to uh, guests in this, uh, off mic. And <laughs> Reel it in, Mike. I'm reeling yeah. it back when in. When someone feels comfortable I know. amongst their I'm ruining it. Canna family. I'm reminding you. You're kind of a killjoy, Mike. You really are. <laughs> I know kill. you're a nag right I'm now. I'm sick. But... I'm sick. I got my tissue out. <laughs> you, know, my no, no, you know, no comfort <laughs> in the tissue. That's not a comfort. Bullshit. You guys hear that? That's real. Bullshit. That's real. <laughs> that was that was one dank oh, blow, man. That was <laughs> one dank blow. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred is the phone number, and we're with Donna Hackett, who's always fun. <laughs> I try. <laughs> she doesn't have to try that hard. No. <laughs> we want to talk about uh, this story that I put out, Sham Committee for Cannabis, and what's happened since. Uh, you know, basically uh, eight out of seventeen. Uh, on the committee for cannabis up at the state house are all reefer mad. They're all yeah, against yes. the initiative. They have an eight to three lead right out of the box. Uh, the the losing side of the campaign. Uh, it should be we should have eight votes and they should have three, but it's just the opposite. Uh, they just announced ma- number one. Masscan's doing a uh, a lobby day this Wednesday, uh, March fifteenth. Uh, you can check out all the info on masscan.org. Uh, they, it got picked up by the state uh, news house. Uh, I can't even say it. State House News Service, the HSNS. People might know that. Uh, it's a script, uh, subscription service that also gets reprinted in a lot of the local newspapers. Uh, and they uh, ran the story about Masscan doing this lobby day, this fi- the fifteenth. And I was also very excited to see that they mentioned that uh, Masscan after the uh, after the lobby day is going to go over to KOP's bench. 
and they said the king Have of pot, Michael Malta, uh, an activist, had uh, raised money. They they mentioned it in the story. Like wow. KLP is still getting press. He is. That's awesome. That's Even beyond fantastic. what I do. Life after yeah, death. That's so I want to thank Masscan for doing that too, and uh, for the event. So for definitely coordinating the day. Yeah, yeah that was join. Really them. great effort. It's it's th- this Wednesday. You can you want to help uh, everything that we've been talking about forever. This is the time. You got to stand up. You got to go up to the state house on Wednesday, and you got to lobby the state house. And then the following Monday, they're having the first hearing on all these all these awful bills that they want to rewrite our law. You got to go up there and say hell no, and you got to start uh, with Mass Can Normal M A S S C N A C A N N dot O R G Mass Can dot O R G, and sign up for the lobby day. Get educated on what's happening. There's over uh, 50 bills at this point. We, we thought there'd be like 75. They're still adding them. There's also uh, MassCan has hired a lobbyist. They have their own bill that they want to make improve the initiative, make it even better than it is. Uh, so that's what our, our narrative has to be at the State House. You guys have done nothing for us for decades, Mass State elected officials. And now you want to ruin it and change it. Everything that we passed and made law. Uh, you're not looking to make it better. If you want to make it better, MassCan's got a bill here that will make it better, and that's the one you should support, not the one that's going to back all uh, the police and law enforcement and alcohol industry and even the medical marijuana industry, some of these big players. You know, we've been talking about this, right? Yeah, there's a lot going on, and it's really important that you do go to their website to check it out because you need to sign up. They're going to provide you uh, more information with exactly who you're going to be contacting when you go into the state house. It's a really large building. And uh, you need to wear business attire, or if you have a mask can T-shirt, if you can wear a suit, wear a suit. If you can wear a tie, makes a a difference. Dress Um, up that day. You know, I have brightly colored hair, and I usually wear wigs when I go into the state house because it it makes a difference. Yeah, you're giving tips how they receive um, you testifying. Well, this is they're basically asking us to um, make appointments with your representative to go in and get FaceTime. So you should think about what you're going to say beforehand. Uh, if you're so nervous or got an anxiety, and Maskin also no, has a train. It's a whole day. It's a day yep. from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yep. that we're going to flood the state. And everyone house. can call too if you can't make it. You know, and this is where you got to check out maskin.org. It's got all the info. It even has. Uh, I believe they're having a meeting or they're they're setting up beforehand, so you know what you're doing that day. So yeah. get on get get on there right now. You can sign up and, and get involved. Masscan.org. What do you think, Donna? Are you? Um, I was just gonna say, like when I when I testify on the Hill uh, pertaining to any of the bills um, with medical marijuana or legalization. Um, I'm one of the few people that don't write a speech or have a preset thought in my head because um, I live this, so it's all in there. It will come out in what way it needs to um, for the moment, but um, one thing senators can't stand is redundancy. So they don't want to hear the same testimony over and over again. They want to hear individualized stories. They want to hear personally um, how this affects you um, or your charity or whatever that you represent. Um, so I try to keep it fresh by listening to the already state, you know, um, the statements prior to me so that I tap upon something new. I still tap upon my involvement or relationship to it, but I also try to tap upon something new that nobody else has already covered um it just makes them listen to you a bit more <laughs> yeah you get more ground coverage and sometimes exactly. too you know one exactly. thing i noticed too is uh sometimes the reps will you know say they want to know about something and all of a sudden you're the next speaker or the speaker two speakers later and you know like 
You know, I'm actually an expert on that. I can answer your question, Senator, and you remember and you, you know, go back to what mm-hmm. they're, because they have questions. They have things that come up and, you know, maybe the person, sometimes the person testifying goes, I don't really know anything about that or. They do. Um, they, they do listen. Um, they don't want to hear um, statistics that aren't relevant. And uh, they get equally as annoyed with the opponents of legalization or medical marijuana um, by uh, quoting um, stale statistics that they know have already been retracted. Um, they don't want to hear bogus statistics, which they know are blatantly false. Um, I always hear them quote wrong information about <laughs> Colorado, and everyone in the room is snickering because we know it's absolute <laughs> BS. So, but the senators actually get smart, and they're schooled more now, so they know it's BS too, and they get quite upset when they hear the same crap over and over again. It tunes them out, and I've actually heard them be harsh with the opponents of legalization for coming in with that same old reefer madness. They're just as tired of it as we are. They want accurate, fresh information, how, um, solutions. Mm-hmm. They want solutions. You know, it's funny, they, they roll their eyes now. Oh, yeah, that's they, different now because yeah. like, back oh, yeah. to, back in the day they used to be really upset at our son like I remember going into some of those They're meetings receptive. and they were not receptive of anything we're saying and then slowly but surely they became more receptive but they actually just didn't do anything about it they'd pretend like oh you're kind of right oh my god like you know it's funny the how now they roll their eyes now they too, yeah. a lot of them roll their eyes at the reef of madness right well when you're in your 50s I'm 52 up till 70, our generations were already on the fence. Well, me, I've always been, you know, 1977 <laughs> going strong. Um, but uh, it's pretty hard nowadays to not know someone. I know, Brett, you've had cancer affect your family. You've had cancer. You've had cancer. It's really hard to not know somebody who hasn't benefited from cannabis. So how do you sit there and villainize it to that level? Ignorance. Um, when you know Money. someone who Money. has benefited and healed their life with it. So obviously it's not as harmless as you would like to portray it. So a lot of people are getting just tired of hearing that. We have enough issues going on in this country. So many it's, come on, we could go on. <laughs> we got <right>? Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not even go there, okay? Um, but to have the focus on something that we've all, pretty much 70% of society has already deemed that it is not a threat to society get over it, move on. And most senators feel that way. They're yeah. just, it's the money fight. Yeah. And now the, it's down to the And the thing fight. is, we have like uh, 50 bills up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know which ones are going to get backing. I mean, we do kind of know like the Jason Lewis bills are the ones I'd be looking at. Uh, he's got a bunch of them. Number one is potency. Um, and basically, he's not saying they're going to set a limit, but they, he wants it looked at and revisited and, and likely down the road, they will set a potency limit uh, based on health you know, health concerns. Oh boy. I know. Um, without actually uh, figuring in uh, the black market issue where you're going to create a black market because people are going to go to the black market for high potency, obviously, duh. Doesn't seem like they, you know, these Nobody's health officials. Nobody's going to want to go to the dispensaries yeah. if they restrict all of these things, especially delaying the sales of concentrates and edibles to too. Level. We've all been doing it so long on our own. Most of us have been our own healers that you're not going to come into my house and tell me how I'm going to regulate my yeah, cannabis. Yeah, we don't tell them how to drink you their coffee. You didn't even know what it was 10 years ago <laughs> while I was treating other cancer patients. So my dosage is my dosage. Right. That's it. End you know, conversation. And, and then there are other bills that want to uh, limit the amount of marijuana from 10 ounces to 2 ounces. That's another Jason Lewis bill uh, that you can possess at home. 
the law right now is 10 ounces. Uh, and then there's also the home grow, which is, I mean, they want to drop it from 12 plants to six plants, uh, and they want to only allow you to have three mature plants. Uh, they only want you to uh, uh, look at look at uh, local registration, so you have to, you know, basically get city and town approval and all this other crap that they're pushing in that law, um, that bill. So you know what Jason Lewis and them are going to do. It's, you know, it's just whether or not, I mean, I, I think we're screwed because I think that they have the votes. They have the eight to three votes right out of the gate. Um, so it almost makes no difference what we do at this point. So people have that. to. No. Don't no. say that. This day oh, no, will no, make no, a difference. You know, let me finish. Let me, let me finish when I say that. <laughs> and, and so what I'm saying is it's, it's, that's how serious this is, people. Like if you really want to have an effect, you got to come out in numbers. That's and you got to be. You got to be like not just sitting back and say, "Oh, please, please," and oh, um, yeah, we got to worry about safety. We should have further regulation. No, you have to come out strong, and you have to be loud, and maybe even get a little like obnoxious at this point. Like seriously, like this is the these folks. We voted for something. Right. There should be no friggin' question that this doesn't get changed until there's a problem. There is no friggin' problem. This is based on Colorado, uh, the people that did Colorado, and said we're going to make it a little better than Colorado from what we know. And and now our officials want to go to Colorado and say, oh, well, they don't know what they're talking about, but we're going to go to the Colorado and we're going to find the people that do know. What? You know what? what? Yeah. I was listening to a ridiculous. radio show in Rhode Island and they were saying that, well, we need to learn from Colorado's mistakes. What mistakes? What mistakes? <laughs> right. The amount of money. And then they said, well, this was the most asinine thing I heard was, um, well, they have so much money that they have the problem of trying to figure out what to do with it. It's oh, pretty no. Right. Oh, no. Money. Do any other states that have that problem? Do we have that problem? Rhode Island doesn't have that problem. So, I mean, it's hysterical. Is it a problem? They are working on ending homelessness in Colorado. That is the key focus right now that they're trying to divert some of the funds from it. Good. So, like, they're actually going on to things that we can never dream of covering because we'll be too busy with potholes and infrastructure. Well, uh, you know, in Massachusetts, right. too, in Cambridge and Boston, too, it's funny because we're the biggest friggin' boom ever. Right, ever. right. Like, yeah. the real estate prices are going through the roof. Uh, you know, every building you're in is looking to be sold and redeveloped and tech is going huge. People, all the yuppies and baby, you know, we the can't baby, afford to live the here. The baby boomers <laughs> can't even we afford can. it. I mean, people are getting pushed out. There's too much success in a way. And uh, again, it's it's not going to the right places, unfortunately. It's like uh, what Bernie Sanders has been saying, the, the separation between the haves and the have-nots is just bigger it, than ever. It's all going to the top one-tenth of one percent. It's true. Right? Yeah. right? And a lot of them don't even live here. They just own car property here. True. <laughs> True. But speaking of all of these bills, um, it's important to remember if you are planning on going to the state house on Wednesday, and especially if you want to uh, speak to your representative when you're there, think about which of these aspects or if all of them really upset you. Right. Make sure that you bring these up specifically. Exactly. You know, you can. And I would in. even say no changes. Exactly. I don't want to see this change unless it's less restrictive. Let's implement right. it Unless you're first. opening it up more. Unless your intent is to pardon people. You know, the amnesty bill, okay, yes. Yeah. You know, like, that's what you should go up there and say, okay, you want to support the mask can bill? Great, go ahead. But don't look to change it from a prohibitionist angle. Don't look, yeah, anything Jason Lewis has, I am totally against. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, w I would suggest that also, if you're interested in going and you have any questions about um, 
how you can help or um, in what way you could tailor your um, testimony, feel free to contact any of the activists that are um, involved. Maskhand.org. That's it. You go to Maskhand.org. You know, I'm going to tell you, not Nicole Snow. Nicole Snow's doing mask Mikey. You don't contact me either because I don't have time. You contact Maskhand.org. It's right there. Yes, everything you need to know. That's the group. I am all about this with Maskhand right now. I went to their meeting. Good for Mike. They're on their shit. I know. There's also going to be another meeting tomorrow. Maskhand is actually hosting a preparation meeting. Uh, Sunday, March 12th, so tomorrow, high noon, 976 Main Street in Waltham, second floor. It's the offices of CBD, please. Uh, so actually one of our sponsors. CBD, please. So yeah, head to CBD, please, tomorrow if you've been hearing us talk about them and you want to check them out, too. This oh, really? This is a great chance. Yeah. yeah. The meeting tomorrow is at CBD, please, the preparation On meeting. Sunday, what time? Noon. Hi, noon. Hi, noon. Oh, I wish I could go. I got it. He sponsors me. I got. He ships it into me. He brings it to me. Oh, cool. I, I got. Like, yeah, I'm he's gonna probably go to yeah. it tomorrow. And you know why I'm yeah. sick right now? I'm gonna complain about CBD, please. My sponsor. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> no, CBD. No CBD. Oh, no. CBD. No, I love Bill Downing and I love CBDplease.com. But the problem is me. I haven't been taking my CBD. <sighs> you, uh, You're you feeling it. You forget, and then you don't take it, and you get friggin' sick. It's your own fault, Mike. And uh, you know what I'm doing tonight? I'm going home early, and I'm going to pour the, all the CBD in this hot, boiling hot <laughs> tea, green tea. And I'm like, oh, and boy. You know what one of the best remedies for a cold <coughs> cannabis-wise is? Alcohol tincture. It's like the cannabis NyQuil. You put it under your tongue, it goes right into your central nervous system. You start feeling better within three That's seconds. That's what the CBD does. Yeah. That's, the CBD is a different... It's, a, I, I it's an it oil, be, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's CO2 or alcohol, but he's got the, the, the high end he gets me. Um, the, the stuff that I forget the name of it. It's well, like, there's so many ways they can extract it now. Yeah. I get lost. CBDplease.com. Oh, yeah. Some chemistry. <laughs> Check that out if you want. If you are looking for CBDs, definitely. Yes. And or come to the uh, the meeting for Mask Hand tomorrow, the preparation meeting tomorrow at noon. Uh, it's in Waltham. I wish I could go. I really want to go check out this place too. I, I know, me work. too. Yeah, I'm you're going dogs. to the party tonight, so if you swing by there, you have to stay home and rest tomorrow. Well, I gotta walk dogs tomorrow. Walk I'm dogs. working. <laughs> I have a Walking full day in this tomorrow. Cold too. Yeah, you wouldn't That's believe my next week. I just. You know I'm sick, too, when I actually ask Carm. Like, the only time I ask my girlfriend ever to take any of my dogs, usually I'm taking her dogs. You know what I mean? Like, she want, like we have so many customers now. Like, we all both want each other sometimes to cover each other. You know, like, even though we never, <laughs> she never wants to give them up. But I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I'll take you. I'll take that one. I'll take that. Uh, but, like, <coughs> the other day I gave up a dog because I was sick. Like that's I how never, sick you no, are. No, that's, that's how sick you are. The only time I ever do that is to go to an event, like the Freedom Rally. I'll be like, can you walk the dogs? I'm going to the rally. That's it. Like, and that's like once a year. You know, like I haven't given. You don't take you vacations from the dogs. show. You don't take vacations. No, Mike. I like what I do. I like walking dogs, and I yeah. like making money. Yeah, me too. I like giving up that. And you money. like talking about pot? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I like politics more than weed. I mean, I love weed. I like smoking pot. <laughs> we just you just kind of have to right now, right? It's, it's, it's one important. of the issues. It's important that somebody is. So. I guess I, I like to talk about You've the been politics doing it for of a pot. Long time. You yeah. gotta like it. Come on. You gotta yeah. talk in this mic real close, Donna. It's a You've bad You've been doing mic. it for a long time, and you've gotta like. Yeah, we hope about he likes. It. It. I like <laughs> the politics of it. All right, I like the politics of a lot of stuff, though. That's true. You like the politics about it, and yeah. you don't like the politics about it. Well, there you go, right? <laughs> <laughs> like Irish, right? right. <laughs> what about, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, Maura, uh, Maura, Maura Walsh. Maura Walsh, yeah, she's a spitfire, man. 
Well, did you see is. that story that she did? She yes, showed they I were did. drinking up in yeah. the state house. I, kudos. Like, yeah, it got her a little uh, in trouble. Uh, one of the uh, newscasters in Rhode Island was saying, well, she started, her parking space was here, and then her parking space was in Winsocket. But by now, I think it's down by the beaches because she keeps getting herself in trouble with the state house. You know, I mean, she keeps coming off the cup with this. They're mad at her. Oh, they're always mad the, yeah. at her. But let's she face says it, too much that truth. place needs a shake-up. Like, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. When I, when I, I love Mara Walsh. We're talking house, about... We gotta make sure people know. It's Mass State rap Mara Walsh from Rhode Island. Uh, She recently came out and uh, talked about how uh, she didn't expect that. You know, when she was elected, she she's a working class uh, mother who is a waitress who who miraculously got elected, Mm -hmm. and she's very left wing liberal feminist. And people get mad at her because she says things that are true and and really burns people. Uh, and gets them upset. And she basically said there's a lot of drinking up at the state. That's the most, they asked her, what's the most surprising thing to you? How much drinking, How much drinking? goes on at the um, state house? Yeah, and to bar cabinets in half of the rooms, oh. shots for different It is Rhode Island. And, and it's mass, too. Uh, and now, mass, too. We, we Gina's response too. was, well, I'm looking forward to St. Patrick's Day. Right. You know, like... Uh, and her point was, well, you know, do we elect these people to um, make life-changing decisions about our future while they're under the influence of alcohol? I think there's a precedent for that in history for the most part, yeah. right? Yeah, right. I think half of them are drunk. Why does it have to be a secret? Yeah, no, exactly. You know, if you're going to be drinking openly, well, maybe they should be able to smoke joints openly, too. Well, that's the thing I brought up. Well, you know? as, we might have like, better like, laws if they did. If, very true. If very any true. one of those reps lit up a joint, it'd be a big scandal. Right. They would be excommunicated from the job. Yeah. Like, Maybe and, mad at them instead of mad at the one yeah. who exposed and, it. And we have a rep here in Massachusetts, Mark Cusack, who, oh, I don't, he's a 30-something guy, right? He's a state rep who they miraculously picked to lead the commission, the committee for marijuana, right? He's co-chairing it. Has no opinion on it. Do you know any 30-something guy who doesn't have an opinion on, on marijuana legalization? Sounds sketchy. Uh, yeah, totally. He's from Braintree. Who in general doesn't have yeah, an no opinion kidding. on it? And what do you know? He got he, he had hit his own alcohol problems. Do you know about that? It's in the story. Uh, Sham Committee mm-hmm. for Cannabis, if you haven't read it. Uh, yeah, he got caught up at the State House after hours. Uh, I believe it was in the Speaker's office, <laughs> Bob DeLeo, who, who was the guy who picked him to be on the committee. Bob DeLeo, who is against legalization, just picked this guy. He doesn't know. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, Bob DeLeo bailed him out because uh, this this guy, uh, Mark Cusack, was caught in the Speaker's office drinking alcohol, drunk, apparently. And apparently it was a compromising uh Position with another aide who's who's now a state rep. Oh, a page. And she's oh, no. kind of a looker. She's oh, well, kind of, you know, she's she's not bad. Fancy, Jesus, yeah. Mikey. I haven't heard that since so, like 1950 something. So, she's I kind know. of a looker. <laughs> kind of a looker. <laughs> I'm old fashioned. Talking there, talking there. That was good. Kind that was a good thing. I know. I am old school. Gum shoe. So I mean, this. You know. So Bob, who who bailed him out? Who bailed Mark Cusick out when he got caught in his little trouble? Bob DeLeo. Wait, he got arrested for that? No, he got in trouble. They did. Oh, I was investig- say bailed him out. You know. Investigation. Oh, I was gonna say I thought he went to prison yeah, and got bailed prison. out. I was like, really? You can go to trouble for drinking and having a girl girlfriend? Anytime like, you say bail around Lauren. I know. Don't She's you say so bail nervous. around me because I'm on bail. So I'm like, you know, I, I like, believe oh, one where? of the former shows I was on, we we talked to. 
uh, briefly about, I forget what his name is because he's nobody anymore. Oh, wow. But, um, he used to be the Pardon. former Republican Speaker of the House in Rhode Island, and he was one of the biggest pro, you know, against marijuana, and every time I testified, he was a real thorn in our sides, and he got stopped, <laughs> not once, but twice with cannabis on him. Really? And uh, oh, one God. time it was in Connecticut, and I think it was either once or twice in um, Rhode Island. Uh, one That's time he also had an open beer in his car and a missing tire. What? Like, hello, How his shit. What? Missing tire? tire. <laughs> was was he moving? Like, you never want to be caught at when you are the speaker of the it house. doesn't even sound physically possible. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Rhode Island and Mass have a lot in common. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll ask like Bob Delia right right now. Uh, Howie Carr is right on this. I'm give Howie Carr that he calls him uh, the unindicted co-conspirator. Uh, that's Bob DeLeo. That's the Speaker of the House right now. And the last guy before him is is in jail uh, on felony charge. I think they might have released him because he was sick. Uh, oh, Macy. that's right, yeah. right, right. And then there was Speaker Finneran. Bef- I think that was before him. He ended up going to jail on this a felony. This is Rhode Island. No, this, no, is, this mass. is mass. That's yeah. why he's saying we and have someone oh, okay. calling. I think the speaker before <laughs> right. him. normal for us. I think yeah. the speaker before, there's been like three or four speakers of a house in Massachusetts in a row who have been convicted of felonies. Well, in Rhode Island, we had Gordon <laughs> Fox recently. He's serving. Yeah, Rhode Island doesn't even surprise me. Yeah, no, but no. cannabis <laughs> is the problem, though. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no. We're all, we're, yeah. You know what? If you're on cannabis, you're not driving without a tire. Yeah, that's you, you, true. You, you, know, you, can, you can figure that one out. <laughs> so we, what are we going to do now, Bray? Take a break? Yeah, you want to take a break? We, are, was, are the kids being all right? The, do we have to like rate them in a little bit? Oh, look, it's she's just, It's just, just one, one kid. I was going to say, you Is never even introduced <laughs> <laughs> We definitely did not introduce Thank you, Warren. Warren and Lauren. 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 Lauren. See, Lauren's <laughs> taking over, but Lauren isn't. Yeah. I've got to, like, quiet Lauren down. Yeah. Shh. Lauren's being a little sad Lauren, shh. Lauren, shh. But Bree and, and Warren brought it back. Introduce Warren. We have Warren Lynch here. <laughs> well Hi, <known>. everybody. <laughs> Well-known provocateur and Bernie Crad. If you want to hear him, uh, more of them, stick around. We're going to take a break, and we'll talk to Warren maybe about more. You you talked, you brought up something, didn't you? I heard you. <laughs> he came in as a voice. Yeah. He has something to say. And we will he take phone kick. calls, too. 617-500-7100. But we're going to take a break right now. Uh, we'll be right back. on going to blow my nose the Young Jerks. WEMF Radio. You are listening to The Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. Canicare Docs, compassionate, compliant, confidential. CBDplease.com, your best source for medical quality CBD products, is proud to sponsor the Young Jerks radio show. It's like Christmas over here. Mike has the biggest smile on his face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him this happy trees. in a little bit. Oh, once in a while you get some payola and you get very happy. <laughs> hey, I could get an ounce now. I fought for that. That's legal. You can get gifted an ounce. If you want to bring me in an ounce for all the hard work. 
I'm here. I'm accepting. I still got seeds too. If people want free seeds, the dude came up from Dorchester the other day to Marblehead really? to get me and uh, the free seeds. So I'm still giving away the free seeds too. That's another thing. Uh, I think it's people's duty to thank their activists by throwing the best weeds at them, don't you? I personally think that there's not enough of that going around. Feel free to give us weed and, <laughs> and support us on Patreon.com too. Yeah, that yeah. too. <laughs> What's that background noise? We need Is that my computer or someone else. Who's dinging? Yeah, who's dinging? I don't think it's me. It ain't me. It's Herbie. All right. Maybe it's not even on the, the, the board. Probably not. No one probably can hear it but us. 617-500-7100. That's what always happens on the show. We complain about things that we can hear, and People we think the audience think can hear it, and they can't even hear we're it. We're crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we have some guests here in the studio. You heard one of them already. She's been on the show. Uh, Donna Hackett, medical marijuana patient. Donna Hackett. Mom, she's got a whole family. Well, who are your kids here today? Um, Rob and Sam. And Rob, grow, does he still grow for you? Uh, yeah, he just ha- yeah, yeah, we've just put four. Um, they're going into flowers shortly. We just started regrowing. It's been a while. We used to have a you know, decent amount, and you know, times change, and it's just too much work. But uh, I have babies growing. I even have a male in my living room because I just can't chuck him yet. I just want to look at him in my living room as a decoration. I mean, some women want a bouquet of flowers. I'm totally fine with having a pot plant in my, oh my living God. room. Yes, yes. What's the best bouquet? It's it's, it's buds, it's flowers. Those it's are flowers. therapeutic on so many levels. Oh, it smells good. It he's smells sent, good. He's sending pollen texts to all the ladies, though. Watch out. No, the ladies are in a secure environment, I assure you. <laughs> and let's hear it for Donna today, too, for coming in. Thank she can't you very survive. much. Always giving me a hard time. I love it. Yeah, well. Hmm. Yep, well, you know, us Irish brethren, we have to give it and take it. Sometimes, you know, you give the shit, sometimes I give it. <laughs> oh, I, I, you know what? I, I love your shit, because sometimes I'm like, Donna, thank God you told me that earlier. <laughs> well, we right? keep each other in check, and we keep it real, too, as the uh, entire, like, industry changes. Mikey knows he can count on me, and I can count industry. on him for the real deal. We're going to talk about that industry. I'm not in any industry. The industry. Except the big mouth the, industry. The, the thing that we The weed industry? With. Is that what we're talking about? Well, we have someone from the weed industry. I yes, think. Into the we studio. Do. I was going to say before you There's get on There's nothing wrong with the weed that. industry. Why we love the weed <laughs> industry. Don't let Mikey. In, no, he would be well, See, that we're going to talk about that, on that yeah. yeah, well, you want to say something about that, Brie, and lead into that? Uh, I'll introduce the guests, yeah. but you can kind of, I don't know, you want to, because I put out some videos, uh, and even beyond that, I've been saying some things over the months about industry, and I don't know, I, I, I think I got to a point where I had to just really drill down and explain to people what I meant, and I think it's like a attention span drain type thing happening, uh, where people used to be more advocates, advocacy, activism, where I'm in. Um, where people, the new people, and I'm not, you know, and I, and I really wanted to make sure I drilled down and said this, that I'm not talking about the people who are chasing it right now, who are, who are, have a business or, you know, they're in that thing. That's their thing. I don't care. You know, I have my dog business. That's my thing. That's my industry. Um, but you know, and I do write and I do, uh, do some things in the marijuana, but, um, you know, really what I was talking about is the new people where all they're focused on is getting in the industry and the industry and the industry and the industry and the industry. And it's like, well, what about what's going on at the state house? What about the people who are still prisoners of war? What about, and that was kind of my uh, viewpoint. You wanted to comment on that, Bree? You saw some of it. You wanted to bring it up today again. Yeah. Well, I thought it was an interesting point. Also just the idea of, um, 
being focused on industry work and activism and the tie-in between the two. And I think there totally can be a tie in the yes, two. Yes, yes. Yeah, maybe I didn't... Disconnected at the yeah. moment. You know, maybe yeah. I didn't, because uh, I kind of maybe poo-pooed on some of that. But uh, I think so, definitely. Because, I mean, I talked about some of the businesses that we support, that have supported us. And a lot of those people, like CBD Please, he's an activism, an activist, an advocate, Bill Downing forever. Uh, so obviously, yes, yeah, right. and there are definitely and, are people who, yeah, transition into industry work because that's what. Well, you sometimes have, their business is active. Well, and you too. have fought so long to make this industry. You know, of course, you would want, especially if you were somebody who is doing this because you know you were like this. This should be open and legal to everybody. And at the end, I want to have a business in this, and that's totally fine. Exactly. But I think you were talking about people who are coming in and maybe are standing for one thing or kind of a guise of an activist, well, and that's, then. Uh, Trying yes. to get it to make industry connections and yeah. go. And there's that a lot of that or... happening too. And then there's also the people at the very top, you know, that I call the real industry. Monsanto. I, and I feel like a lot of people want to be <laughs> like them that will never be like them. They're not part of the club. And you say Monsanto? No, I'm not even talking about Monsanto. R.J. Reynolds. No, no, no. <laughs> Those guys aren't going to get involved in called uh, it's totally legal fifty states. I'm talking about the people who are uh, major dispensary groups that are opening right now. Uh, the ones, some of them have pull permits and have gone through the whole process with DPH to get regulated, but they haven't opened for some reason. Hmm. I wonder why. Are they waiting for recreation? Are they waiting to have a monopoly? Are they maybe pushing? I mean, there's a lot of things. Go. We, we talk about it in some of the story that we talked about the sham committee. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can look at some of the campaign contributions. Jason Lewis, the guy who's been against legal the whole friggin' time, who is against medical the whole friggin' time is taking contributions from the guys from Patriot Care. He said hey, he had a fundraiser where the guy that runs Netta, he also gave a contribution. A bunch of consultants gave contributions, marijuana consultants, medical marijuana. And they should be accountable for that. I mean, they are responsible to the patient community as they are a dispensary at the moment, so they should be responsible to answer for why they have ties to certain things. I and mean, get her in a home grows we, helps we don't, that industry, the we, major industry that we we're talking about. We don't make our just well. I, I'm not going to bash on anything, but I, I I'm feeling very positive tonight. <laughs> but we don't use our cannabis consumer dollars or our voices. Um, if one particular dispensary, whatever shop doesn't tie into the overall progress of cannabis and integrity then you don't there's your buying power let your voices be heard unfortunately there's not enough choices still um, there isn't I think do we have a phone call or did we lose that call we had it okay if you want to call back in we will take phone calls I'm sorry uh, we had you waiting for a while 617-500-7100 is the phone number we also have another guest uh, we alluded to uh, from California that Brett talked about earlier uh, he runs a, like a major, you know, well, people know now, I think, uh, you know, I'd say half our audience probably knows and the other half doesn't know, depending on how weed oriented you are. Depends on how familiar with dabbing you are. Yeah, dabbing. Yeah. There's this major event called the Secret Cup um, in Rhode Island. I know uh, my friend Bobby Nuggs uh, has been involved in that, and I think he won someone. Did he win a secret cup? Bubble hash, right? He's placed a few times. He's Bubble placed hash. a few times. Yeah. That's his specialty. And uh, the secret cup is, and you also uh, run the competition, the testing, and the whole you know submissions at Chalice as well, right? That's right. And your name's Jeremy Nord. That's Nord. a good one. Welcome, Jeremy. Thank you. I appreciate it. A pleasure to be here. Uh, what do you think about what's going on? In, well, uh, I have a lot to say. About what <laughs> oh, he's about. been waiting. His what time. do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
Uh, I've been watching the industry grow in California uh, really rapidly. Um, and, you know, a lot of what you're talking about is like kind of waves that we're experiencing and you guys haven't quite experienced yet. So it's interesting to come back to places like this and see, you know, where the passion still is. I, I really, really like the East Coast because of that. Um, I'm, you guys still have the fight going on and it's terrible in, in a lot of ways. You don't have the laws that are, you know, as good as a lot of the things that we have going on. But the communities are, are really interesting and the people are definitely more on the uh, legalization and uh, the uh, laws, the medical laws and, and how it's going to be interpreted in their state and how that's going to work and the state's kind of nearby, and it's very important to a lot of people out here. That's really interesting. It's not quite what we have in California anymore, where that definitely used to be the only thing that, that really was going on. And then as we started to have our events, basically, uh, and dispensaries, you started to see kind of the, the market change to where people saw money and uh, a lot of the businesses uh, that are around that are not brought up with, um, you know, any sort of like public health issue or, uh, you know, filling some sort of gap in uh, creating something that was missing. They're just looking make to money. make money. And they're willing to sacrifice certain things in order to do that. Um, a lot of times it's the quality of the medicine. Um, one of the things we're seeing right now in the uh, events uh, that has become a big news story is the testing. Was this for is a secret cup or chalice? Uh, for both. The oh, chalice is the one that made the, the biggest waves. So uh, being that I do multiple events, I'm able to do a lot of different things. So when you're competing in these events, sometimes uh, different things are more important to you. And if you are maybe just starting out, a lot of times the secret cup is, is more for what you're trying to do. You, you maybe want to go and network. You want to show what you're working on or improve upon that. Um, if you do well in the secret cup, it's definitely going to be better for you. But if you do well in some of the bigger events, it can be very, very... Um, lucrative. Yeah, it can be very, very lucrative. So I got another question, too, mm -hmm. to, especially here. Uh, you know, I, I want to be careful what I say, but uh, does it also sometimes bring in heat on people in law enforcement and, and oh. states that maybe aren't as cool as California where these events are happening? You know, if the, people go out from the East Coast to the West Coast, they win an event, they come back to the East Coast. Does that become a concern, too, for people, you think, it's, still? It's been a concern since I was attending the events in Amsterdam, and that would happen. And there was always these conspiracy theories kind of going on that, you know... Is it so coincidental that these people who are winning also happen to be, you know, seeing uh, the eyes of the law? But uh, who's to say? And there's some truth to that, and then maybe there's some that it wasn't so much that way. And, you know, you also have to look at what the people are doing. A lot of times, certain situations, <laughs> they weren't entirely being too careful. So... Uh, it's definitely a concern, but even for us in California and everywhere I've I've done it, um, it's not, you know, so legal right now where we all have That's licenses right. and we're right. able to do it. It's kind of a gray area. In fact, the places where we've got, you know, more progress with that, 
they kind of restrict the social aspect. So, um, like, for example, Colorado. When we first started doing Colorado for the Secret Cup, it was a really welcoming place. We were able to do quite a lot. And as time went on, they started to kind of make law. proactive laws to kind of corral the smoking. Right. And, and Do you see that happen in California, too, with these new laws? That's what we're waiting for. Yeah. So In Massachusetts, well, in too, one of the things that we passed in this initiative, I'm not sure, are you aware mm -hmm. of how it works in Massachusetts? I'm not. Okay. We have uh, something, uh, a home provision, where we can have cannabis social clubs, but the city or town has to approve it. Okay. That's what I was going to say. California is county by so county. We don't too, know if it? anyone is, you as know. As far as how so, your permits so are given. Right and... now, we are experiencing a change. So, for about 20 years, we've had kind of the Wild West of medical marijuana yeah, in California. The where Prop there was, 215, isn't mm -hmm. it? And, and they were doing these things where they wanted some of the dispensaries to stay and then they wanted some of the dispensaries to go. And right. they kind of keep changing the particulars of which ones can stay and which ones can go. And um, as legalization kind of started to show its head, they Redid just everything. passed all the medical laws over overnight. Yep. The ones we had been They fighting. did what they wouldn't do for 20 years, which right. was regulate it. And, it's and, basically like a loophole you can open, but we have no regulations in place. And, mm -hmm. and it was a wild west <laughs> in a kind so of way. They're currently discussing it. And, and in 2018, we're going to hopefully see kind of what we're going to end up with. We have an idea, but, you know, they're kind of going over the particulars of that right now and changing things. And um, they already said that they might not be done by... 2018 for the recreational so we'll see if the medical uh, you know doesn't follow that same suit and gets their thing together and gives us some laws but who knows you know it's going to be really interesting to see what they end up doing if a city or town in massachusetts said yes to it to like to allowing events like this totally legal you can come in you can have your event People can, you know, wide open. How much money do you think they could make? It would be colossal. And that's actually the issue <laughs> currently. So one of the events that I work with is a very large event. And uh, when you hear the statistics upon what some of the vendors are making, you realize that it's, it's a lot more than what you even might imagine. And when cities are, are you know, missing out on potentially millions of dollars in sales over the course of all these vendors, uh, they're concerned with, are they properly paying their taxes? And so right now what we have is we have the Board of Equalization comes to the event and it kind of signs off on some of it. But the direction they seem to be going is that they don't want sales to be permitted at the events. And you saw kind of what they just did in Las Vegas uh, for the High Times event. Yeah, I heard about that. So they, they yeah, tell, us us tell us a little more about that. We'll so quick. I did not attend, um, and I kind of heard uh, secondhand what I expected to hear, is that they do a lot of barking. They say, you know, oh, we're going to do a whole lot if you guys go and do this at, at this place. You know, we're going to show up, we're going to arrest everybody, and you can't do this, you can't do that. And then the enforcement is usually mild, um, as long as there is a general... Uh, compliance. So what they wanted to see was they wanted to see people not selling. And the consumption issue was an issue, but that's a minor issue to them. They don't really care about that as much as they care about the selling of cannabis at the events. And it's all because they're worried about um, whether they're getting their money. And, and it also has to do with uh, the dispensaries. 
So right. in Las Vegas, they That's have some very, very serious dispensaries. And the laws that they have for those shops are, um, they're very That's serious. It. I'm glad you bring this up because this brings up my issues. Again, like I'm looking at the, uh, mm-hmm. the social use cannabis club law in Massachusetts and I'm like, damn, I don't think there's anything on there selling. Who knows if they'll allow that and... It's yeah. It's even, well, what'll even happen? I can already you know, tell you what's going to happen is so th- all of those places are going to do you know small events or they'll have people that come in unbeknownst to them or maybe beknownst to them and they're meeting people and they're making deals either there or they're setting up deals to do later on and they're going to have to decide whether they want that to be the model that they want or do they want to try and corral that and maybe make it a different thing. The best thing for them is to just allow these places to sell cannabis. Right. You know. And then figure out a, a way for them to do it and do it through the state. Or they, yeah, could, I mean, they, they could do it like the people yeah. on Craigslist and say, entrance is $20, yeah. you get a free t-shirt <laughs> and a, uh, <laughs> two grams. Well, in Mass, <laughs> you know, the thing in Mass, there is a sales tax. Mm-hmm. So they have the uh, Mass sales tax on the cannabis. So, you know, if people are selling cannabis there, the Mass, the state of Mass should get their money. Yeah. Some of it will get kicked back to the state, the local cities and towns. And the city or town can actually add a... Uh, uh, a percentage too. I think it's up to two percent. Um, they get they get attacked. It's either one or two percent. They get a per, what is it? Two percent. Okay, yeah. so they get two percent too if they want to, if they agree to it. So it's all set up. I guess they could do that, right? Well, that makes sense for them. It seems like they could. And then the only other issue is what we're currently facing, and what we've seen in Colorado is so <laughs> they're all ready to take money for cannabis. But they didn't think about the public health issue. So the testing of cannabis is a secondary thing that's now coming in. And they didn't set anything up for the states. They're relying on private companies that have been doing this. And this is one of my current issues because uh, I've been doing this a long time. I've been going overseas. They had, you know, statistics of their potencies and things like that at coffee shops a long time ago. Right, they did. And yeah, and whether those were accurate or not, they understood that testing was something that we had to be doing and there was an advantage to that. So what what they first started doing was this was a sales pitch for them. They were like, oh, we're going to test our cannabis, then we can show how how much better it is than the other guys and then we'll sell more cannabis. And even what it is. I mean, these are the things that... But that's what they're missing. Yeah, like this is Durban, you know, this is whatever, Mm -hmm. Afghani skunk, like... So many times on the oh. black market, you never knew what the hell you were getting. That's a or whole nother. Down genetic. I, I know. But, Watered and, and, down genetics. But that's we'll my talk thing. about testing again. I so go what? Back to what this. the problem we're seeing right now is that uh, they are furthering the technology on what they're able to detect for pesticide, and um, we are doing all of this ourselves because nobody has made it an issue. No state has taken it upon themselves to make the safety of cannabis that they're selling. The, one of the primary issues before they, they start selling cannabis. So we're all trying to play catch up here. And us as an event, um, one of the things that I do is uh, try to implement things that I want to see in the world of cannabis. Sometimes it's not from a business perspective. And a lot of the people that work with me are not big fans of, of that. And we end up having to deal with it after the fact. And so, like, for an event like Chalice, we were able to eliminate anything from the judges' pack that failed a test. Okay? We're the first time ever anybody's even tried to do that. And so, that created a huge storm because 
a lot of the things that were failing were failing for things they didn't think they were going to fail for. Uh, pesticide is one of the ones. And um, people are finding out now that a lot of the chemicals that they use are systemic. They change the plant. So you may spray a plant, and then uh, down the line, a plant that you have never sprayed, that just genetically came from this other plant, will test positive for wow. pesticide wow. because of that. And they are... All of this is new, and right. I, I also want to say I'm not a scientist. I'm right. parroting things that I've heard yeah, right. from scientists yeah. because we work. I've worked with maybe ten or, no, or twelve. You know, it's labs. funny though because I mean, all like I watch like Nova and some of the mm -hmm. NPR stuff. Everything uh, about humans, even, mm -hmm. is that you know nature versus nurture. Mm -hmm. and nurture is really probably it. Like I, that's I, why, like when we talk about white privilege and things like that. There, there is something to that. There is absolutely, and I'd environment. like to expand upon that as a patient Please. advocate and a sick person. Uh -huh. um, while my medicine, I, I mean, like uh, you know, when I dab with people, like you know, I'm not a dab snob. I, I like it all. Okay, I'll be the first one to admit that. But however, being a patient advocate and doing this as long and grower, etc., caregiver, um, we both know um, there are certain illnesses that specifically cannot have anything, any contributing factor that can irritate their condition. Epilepsy is one of them. Um, when you grow for an epileptic person, you have to have the highest level of organic, uh, like you said, no other contaminants can be in that genetics. So um, not having that level of testing yeah, it's absurd. I mean, really, you could aggravate someone's health by just having a mold passed on into it or... And, and that brings us to a further problem. So, like, so we, the goal is to have a healthy product, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we all want. We, we want to be factually correct. But what they're dealing with now is um, public reaction. So in Colorado... <laughs> you know, people are getting too high. People are having this problem. They're having that There's problem. There's a thing such you know? as that? Right. Oh, no way. <laughs> it's the oh. edibles that, that mostly are, are getting the attention. Right. And so they'll have these problems with, oh, are they the proper potency? Are they made by uh, um, in a healthy facility? And, and they're pulling products off shelves now. In when Colorado. did person, uh, personal responsibility go the hell out the window? That's what I want to know. Because when I counsel people on edible consumption, mm -hmm. the first thing we say is it takes at least 45 minutes right. for it to go from uh, your just stomach. Just take a nibble. For, make yeah. a nibble. Especially Into if you're a first-timer. your stomach, to your brain. So less is better. You can always add right. more. That's right. up to you to gauge. But you can't so take it back you, later. You just can't be responsible for idiots. Oh. Like, when, well, when did we throw out common sense? <laughs> it's... It's something I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Irish. I'm Irish. I love it. She's taking my spot. Yeah, You're going to be the outrageous one. Uh, moral outrage. In Amsterdam and the hotels, well, they like have this, this little note by the phones that says, you are not dying. <laughs> Warren, you haven't said much, but that was awesome. <laughs> I, I have another comment. Maybe, th maybe this is uh, how we fix the lead in the in the water in Walden. Oh, right. Is we open up a um, testing <laughs> marijuana testing. There you go. Or, or, or we could test the water. One of these social clubs. You're saying they can uh -huh. they can create a lot of. He's got lead in his time water. It's true. Um, we can charge up to a two percent tax, and also because uh, Massachusetts is a home rule state, we can add. Um, May, will you make Malden the marijuana capital jeremy uh, can come in and I, we can do his 
to, Vance and Malden. I would like to. Malden's I've been talking close to, to Boston. City Council. It's working You're class. You're saying all we need is a uh, city council approval. We can have. I'm a, pretty sure you got to look into law. You better talk to yeah, the attorney of the it. city. I'll, I'll look into it. But I'll tell you, like uh, we do a lot of things in California, and um, as long as you have, you know, cooperation from your state. You can do pretty much whatever you want to do. Well, and and because of how Massachusetts is, we can charge two uh, percent mo- more than the two percent. No, you can't because uh, since we're a home rule state, that no, the, you can't. The, the towns, <laughs> yeah, no, you the can't. towns, <laughs> give them too news. much power. Warren, Warren well, it's two percent. It's two percent. So there's a regulation. You it's can a law unless the state changes it. Okay. Well, they're trying to change the state tax. Yeah. I don't know about the, the state. Local might tax, just right? kill, kick out the local. Maybe the state will take it all. <laughs> well, because we're really struggling. They, they, they were talking about all these different ways to get money right. in. That's another one. This is a great idea. This is a great idea. And, and someone should get on it. Like, uh, I'd like to see, like, uh, like you know, I'm I'm lived in Cambridge a long time. Moved to Marblehead recently. I'd love to see Marblehead or Cambridge do it because I love those towns. But they don't need it. Malden needs Malden it. Needs it. <laughs> and, Malden needs it. And, really. And our guest next week uh, is is going to be on the council, so we can ask right? him all about it. Yeah, we'll ask him all about it. Jeremy, uh, so the testing, like we've had this issue in Mass where mm-hmm. the medical marijuana actually has testing, and the testing at first was so strict that they couldn't get anything They were pass. requiring like, right. uh, zero PPM for everything across the board for it to be so. And, okay, so and it wasn't like there was food, nothing available. Food was okay to eat. Like, you know, I could... The testing on the food wasn't as strict as the marijuana, apparently. So what we have right now, um, we're seeing uh, a few different tests. Uh, the PPMs, that's the parts per million, that's um, uh, residual butane, that's um, uh, metals, heavy metals. Uh, Which is scary. They call it a few different things, different places. But basically, uh, you have different standards kind of from state to state. And from a health standpoint... Uh, I have heard that all of the standards are well below what we would need to be worrying about, you know, as as human beings. I, that's what I tell people. You can go outside and get more of any toxin just breathing the air, especially in Boston. Absolutely. <laughs> then you're going to get from your BL, Joey, and even then if a, it is dirty. A lot of the uh, standards that they have right now uh, were for eating. Uh, they're, they're not for inhaling, oh, yep. you know? So... Um, when they're talking about microbial, when they're talking about a lot of these things, um, sometimes the standards that they're referring to are for uh, edible products. It, it's not even really, you know, applicable to what we're consuming as dabbing or, or smoking. And there's that's one of the things we're facing right now. We've just had a, a huge meeting with SC Labs in uh, California, who does the chalice uh, testing, and uh, the current uh, environment for testing right now the mainstream news did some stories based on what had happened at our events and they they picked all the ones that had failed they tested them and tried to get fails and they got 43 out of 45 fails and so everything is bad my mom even came up to me and asked me about pesticide in marijuana so it's the big talk and we have been kind of going over one specific aspect of the <coughs> testing that we had fails on that um, some of the new science or, or the it's debatable. Like one of the people that set the standard, the Berkeley standard, made uh, a statement about this um, uh, category. It, it's for microbial. And, and they're basically detecting a certain amount of microbial 
versus um, if it's bad, what kind of microbial is it? You know, like a lot of the things aren't the same. In the yeah. 70s, didn't they spray the weed with Raid? Yeah. Well, well I'm uh, sure some yeah. people still do that. But, so, but, I think I did enough damage off of that yeah. that I, I don't think you can yeah. anymore. Don't these microbes get burned up? When some microbes are good, That's though. exactly what the And some is. might be good, right? And some might be good. So just the fact that you've detected a certain amount of microbe uh, microbial in a in a sample uh, before was resulting in a fail, whereas now we're not sure if that's what the result should be. So we're trying to figure out other ways of determining that. And a lot of uh, a lot of the science is is just kind of through experience. Like when you've seen a moldy plant and you can visually see the mold, if you were to test that, it would be a, a really high results. Are the results that are microscopic that you cannot see, are those really damaging to you? And we're trying to figure out some sort of happy medium between those two things uh, moving forward so that we don't have to fail everything that has microbial in it. Maybe we can start to you determine. You can also label it so Let that me an informed person, uh, like they know, but a person that has a specific heightened allergy or, you know, they would be informed that maybe that wouldn't be the choice that they made. You yeah, know? And, and someone else wouldn't mold. be affected about I want to talk it. about mold because yeah. this is coming up now, mm -hmm. especially in the dispensaries in Mass. Mold, it, should that weed be automatic? That cannot be consumed. It so can, if you, know, you can visually oil? see the mold, okay, that should not be consumed. Okay. Especially now, for medical. The issues. other question now becomes can you refine it? That's, yeah. Okay. So, what everyone's doing right now is they'll take that moldy weed and make oil and they'll make Shatter. something out of it. A lot of it is distillate. So, you guys are familiar with what yeah. distillate is. Mm -hmm. Yes and no. Um, yes, it, we've been schooled. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, that's a, a product that's really interesting. Um, you know, it never won any of the awards at any of our events or anything, but um, by those people coming out to the events, the Seeker Cup was the first one I ever really saw them at, um, and it was a different type of material, but you would see that, and they would just talk to people, and the value of that type of a product became extremely evident, and now it's everywhere. Yeah. And so they're all turning their trash into this distillate. If you have, they call it crude, so mm -hmm. if you have oil that's maybe not the best, maybe really bad even, a lot of times you can refine that through that distillation process, and there's a couple different kinds, uh, to something that's very desirable. Mm -hmm. and then, Is it healthy for patients? That's the question. So when they're testing it, it seems like it's healthy, right? But when it comes from a product that you could visually see the mold you can't be 100% sure that you've removed That's all the that. question. Yeah. That's yeah. the question mark right now. Is, is Are we confident enough in the science that we're doing yeah. that we can say, oh, yes, without a doubt, yeah, this, this is, is interesting. Yeah. And now with distillate, you can't really tell, uh, you know, if you aren't experienced with it, they can add terpenes to it, correct? That's, that's, oh, that's the cool part. Really <laughs> Rock great. those terpenes. Or you can get <laughs> fruity flavored mm -hmm. things that would be appealing to people and you think that you're getting this really awesome product, but it's, but really it's actually work it's oil like a, yeah. that was it's like kind of, transformed. Uh, I'm taking really scary. parts together and like Frankenstein in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what everyone is doing. And then there's a few different ways to uh, obtain those terpenes and there's debate upon whether on the molecular level, once you have a chemical, is it just a chemical or does it matter where you got that chemical from? Did it come from cannabis? 
Or did it come it from lemons? It gets confusing now. It, I've been doing this for a long time, <laughs> and I get my head spins sometimes <laughs> listening to all those people. It's like it's a plant. <laughs> I want to ask another one of them. I want to ask. It's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Don. I want to ask another egghead question. Okay. Uh, growers, like I'm hearing that sometimes growers that uh, like say forget the organic thing now because they're finding organics have some detrimental things in them sometimes like uh heavy leads that we're talking about is that do you find that true like so, where is that where do you go with that so that that's a very specific question i'd really rather bring an expert on to answer that but my personal experience with the people that i've worked with it seems like um that there's not harmful things from organic growing that there maybe are things that you can do but there's also things that you can do to remove those uh, problems. So um, I've seen a lot of, of plants that were grown outdoors organically, and they were phenomenal, uh, not only as a, a plant, but as a concentrate. And uh, they were indistinguishable from any indoor or anything else. If it's done properly, you can absolutely do it right outside organically um is it more difficult it seems like it is you know but for the people that have been doing it for many years they don't seem to think so they seem to think yeah, it's i've you grown know. outdoors my son's mm-hmm. my uh and he's always done our full organic outdoor and mm-hmm. i can assure you we have had some freaking balling plants mm-hmm. and things that you normally <laughs> grew inside what, what kind of plants were they freaking balling <laughs> normally they were ones that we also had indoors so watching the different transformation he knows I'm gonna, Brett knows I love outdoor, uh, but watching the transformation as how the plant responded to indoor light with artificial and um, how is that different? How is that different? Outdoor with sunlight and full organic, it's just amazing. What's the difference? What do you say? I mean, certain strains just you just wouldn't s- suspect to be such huge yielders with outdoor. Su- oh yeah, which r- fire frosty frosty medicine. Um, they just sometimes it seems like their full potential wasn't even reached inside until you actually put them outside. Not with all of them. Some of them <laughs> I see that greatly. But I have seen it and when I smoke it as a um, person with a experienced palate, <laughs> I, I I can taste outdoor. Mm-hmm. Like there is something dis- definitive in what happens to the plant. Is it that- earthier? Oh yeah, it's so earthy. Oh yeah, it's, I just love it. <laughs> I've found that many times where you feel like you can taste the soil almost in the plant, where it's like, oh, I I can tell this. I can taste outside. the sunshine in it. I can taste the sunshine. That's what I taste. <laughs> I didn't know what sunshine tastes like today. <laughs> it I'm, makes I'm good oil. Sick. No, actually, I do. I got a big gift, didn't I? I was gonna say, you know what sunshine tastes like now. <laughs> oh, we're the young jerks. Oh my god, your I'm sick but happy. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred is the phone number. My name is Mike Crawford. Did anybody uh, call? No, uh, she's. Bri- well, we had a call, but we lost it, or the phones were we working. We talked over. I don't know. It, yeah. yeah, we have Brianna Morell here, my co-host. Yeah. You know, Donna Hackett is not the co-host today. She wants to be. <laughs> I'm just letting her I, talk. I, I love in. Donna. <laughs> She's the the uh, the get one of the guests, Donna Hackett, and we also have uh, Jeremy Nori from uh, Chalice and the Secret Cup. Are you the founder? And of that? rig rags too. Oh yeah, say that again. What is that? Rig rags. What is a rig rag? <laughs> so rig rags. It's a uh, rag for your rig. <laughs> You've definitely Duh. seen my Some rig rags. Some people don't know what dabs are. You got to. Uh, <laughs> 
Donna, you got to realize there are some eggheads there, political eggheads. You know, I know you that with don't your know joints. what rig rags are. Yeah. <laughs> or people like me that are stuck in the 80s, all right? Yeah, he's stuck in the 80s. <laughs> well, rig rags are basically just handkerchiefs. They've been around for a while. But uh, we kind of uh, cornered the market on making them for all the different companies that are related to cannabis. And they kind of came around because at that time, uh, wiping your dabber clean when you were doing dabs was a thing. And now we've kind of evolved to a whole other Q-tipping situation. But oh, it, people still <laughs> like the, the rig rag for a variety of different uh, purposes. And handkerchiefs have been around for many, many years. I, I think, think I need one anywhere. today, if you've noticed. So, I, I like the, <laughs> the, the young jerks okay, rig rags. Yeah, that me out, Or handkerchief for me. Maybe a handkerchief for me. Why do you have Q-tips? I just kind of like blows my mind. Oh, absolutely. Did you just get in a fight with your microphone, Donna? When did potheads get so anal? I mean, come on. Oh, my God. I love it. The heady Q-tip holders now. I don't know. Donna, you're fighting your microphone. I noticed that. You hit it more than even I do. I thought I, like, did war against I'm in overdrive. I worked today. I I'm, I'm out here for a couple events, too. I wanted to, to, to bring some attention to you. So Please. I'm out here for uh, March Madness tomorrow night in Rhode Island. And then there's an event tonight down the street that yes. we're going to. What, what was the name of that one? Uh, this is, uh, I think, something Mary Jane. It's my buddy Red Blaze's oh, party. Yeah. Uh, Mary Jane's. C and it's like Secret one of the first app. events out here is what I was yeah, told. So I think that's really good. Everybody should go see that. Is there a competition that. tonight? Is he doing I don't know. I'm I just think attending. It's just yeah. a consumption event. A party, yeah. Going yeah. to Mary Jane's. It's going just, to Mary Jane's. You know, it's the beginning of this. Mary and Jane's you guys are kind of going to go and meet each other and figure out, you know, different things that could be part of this community moving forward. Where's so. the event tomorrow in Rhode Island? It's at the Tetra Hydro. Oh, so it Club. is. It's Thank uh, you, Marie. Thank every, you, co-host yeah. Donna. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> trying to help a brother. I already out. asked a I question. Her. I was about to follow up. I didn't even need yeah. to come in tonight. Know. You should have had her last She's week, Mike. She's taking over. She's taking over. Doesn't take her long. We'll also be doing the Secret Cup there in May. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a, a friend named Brett Whaley who's out here in I think it's New Hampshire. And uh, uh, he is headlining that for me. He's kind of my guy that's on this side that deals with a lot of the politics of arranging everything. He does his own events, too. Really, really helpful guy. So if you want to enter and you see him, you can talk to him about it. And, uh, yeah, we'll be doing all of that at that same club. I went there, and it was awesome. In Rhode Island? So, yep. I what, refer what, what a lot of patients there um, because there is such a lack of a place for what us. What town is that, Donna? It's in Wakefield, Rhode Thank Island. Mm -hmm. um, Very far south in Rhode Island. It is. And, and even the patients that come to me in Seekonk, um, but they're they're willing to take the ride because it just feels so awesome. You, you know from Colorado and California, but here on the East Coast, we don't really have a place to be ourselves. Right. So this is kind of it. That. <laughs> We're family and we all hang, but it's nice for other patients to all also have that um, comfort. Absolutely. You know, it's important for us to stick together right now. Like we do a lot of these business conventions in uh, California and, and in Las Vegas. And it's just like what you said, you know, the industry is coming and, and, and Coca-Cola isn't there yet. So we're not right. like freaking out. <laughs> but all these other people are in it and they are coming from their industry to make money and they do not care about cannabis. They only care about making money. And so they will sacrifice the culture. They do not care what direction we're going right. to go in. They only care about how big their profits can be and how they can steer the direction of cannabis into them making more of a profit. So... 
uh, it's very, very important that you support the companies that are currently fighting the good fight right now. Because if we're able to build now, we stand a chance later. Unity is really important right Unity. now. It has been know. laxed, and it really we all need to come together. Oh, come yeah. together right now. <laughs> support the young jerks at Patreon.com. Oh, I'm gonna be the, the killjoy. I'm not united with anybody <laughs> except for United with us. I'm always the, what do you call that? The uh, antagonist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the out the uh, I don't know the viewpoint that the challenger. I don't know the jerk. The jerk. I got. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Donna's Warren's on a roll tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least you're young. You're younger. <laughs> For now. No, not even though. I'm kind of pushing that one. <laughs> the old man on the show. Well, Actually, I told you you, you might younger. be older than me. Are you older than me? I'm 42. Oh, man. No. <laughs> that was not reassuring. I'm still for the old man on the show. Thanks, Warren. All right. I'm 53, so... Well, yeah, but you're not on the show, Donna's especially the after man. today. We couldn't handle I'm you. I'm the old lady. I'm the we grandma. Only, we could only do you like once every six months. <laughs> yeah, Mikey. I can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to wrap it up now. But I want to thank everyone for being here. Uh, especially, I want to thank uh, Greenleaf Magazine. Brought in some new issues. Definitely check them out. Greenleafmagazine.com. Crockett's Humongous Harvest. A photo essay from the family farm by Bobby Black is the new cover. Uh, check it out. I think if we get the camera, you can see that right there. Greenleaf. Thank them for coming in. Brett from Greenleaf, thank you for coming. Oh, pleasure, Mikey. You know that. And uh, I also want to thank uh, Herbie, always behind the board. Thank Our you, phone thank calls you, that we missed. I'm sorry we didn't get the calls in, but call next time earlier or, or I don't know, at the right time. Go ahead. Before we go, tomorrow's the Cambridge caucus. If you want to take over the Democratic Party and you're a Cambridge resident, you want more progressiveness in the Democratic Party, um, you can be a, you can be a delegate yourself. All it takes is bringing about two friends to vote for you because hardly anybody goes, and, and you can set policy in, in Massachusetts if you just go to Cambridge Ringe in Latin tomorrow at 1 p.m. Uh, all Cambridge residents can vote. Um, you do have to be a Democrat, but you can sign up uh, when you get there. What is this again in Cambridge tomorrow? Say it again. So it's it's the Cambridge caucus uh, where they elect delegates um, from Cambridge to go to the state convention to decide uh, poli Damn. policy. You know, delegates you're making me wish I lived in Cambridge again. I would have gone to that. I would have been yeah, like, I might have had a chance too now. People know Mikey, me in Cambridge. You would have had a chance. And I could have had a chance at politics if I didn't move to Marblehead. Well, I'll find out when the Marblehead one is. Well, yeah, but Marblehead doesn't pay. Everything at Cambridge pays, man. You get you become a city council here. You get paid big bucks, man. Yeah, delegates don't get paid. And I could do a, I could still dog walk during the day. Like that would have been perfect. City council at night. You're spinning, Mikey. Yeah, but you know, delegates is on the way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Marblehead, what do you get to run for? Dog catcher? <laughs> mayor? No, there is no mayor of Marblehead. Give There's me a no break. Mayor? No. Uh, that sounds like the mayor. Yeah, yeah, maybe stay wrapped, but that's about it. But uh, six one seven five hundred is uh, seventy one hundred is the phone number. The next time yes. we do, I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, while we're talking about events, though, too, I want to reiterate we were talking about earlier the mass can uh, big yeah. day that's coming up at the state house where we're going to go in, take over, talk to them about all of the bills that are uh, being put up to be talked about. Wednesday. Uh, this Wednesday, the 15th is the day, but tomorrow, the 12th, is the preparation preparation Prep meeting at high noon, 976 Main Street, Waltham, Mass. It's the offices of CBD, please. So just remember, CBD, please, in case you're forgetting uh, where to head tomorrow. 
And then if you're not going to head tomorrow, at least on lobby day, which is the 15th, we're going to meet in the cafe, the fourth floor at 10 a.m. And make sure you come in business attire, business attire or your mask on t-shirt. And the uh, following Monday is the big uh, opening hearing for all of the bills. It's not yes. just one bill. It's like 40-something odd bills that this marijuana committee is going to be hearing. So that's Monday at 11 a.m. at the state Is that meeting going to be open for March testimony? 20th. Do you know? Yes. Okay. March, so people mon- should prepare testimony. Yeah, March 20th. Monday, March 20th. State House, 11 a.m. And there'll be other hearings on that, too. But uh, this is the first one at the State House. I, I want to see like uh, 10,000 people show up. They don't know what to do. They're like, the shut the State House down. You'd have to give out free joints. Maybe we will. That's a good idea. That, yeah, free joints would actually get people there. If you're an activist and you're growing weed and you want to make sure you can continue to grow your weed, your 12 plants, why don't you give out free joints and tell people that there'll be free joints at the State House. They just got to show up and testify. Or if you want a legal market that you can actually participate in and, you know, maybe right. have a, a chance to buy licenses and whatnot yeah. before they screw up all of the yep. laws for us. Yeah. Before they rig it for all the big boys. Yeah. All right. We got to go. Uh, like I said, I'm always that uh, we can't be unified when there's people uh, that are using uh, our movement against us. That's where I'm at right now. And I really do think that that's out there, that that uh, sentiment, unfortunately. We got this. Yeah, we got to. We got we <laughs> if we don't stand up now, you know what they're going to do. They're basically um, potent. You're looking at potency limits. You're looking at uh, redu- reducing the home grow. You're looking at. Uh, Reducing the amount you can have. You're looking at people getting arrested again. Delayed sales of edibles and concentrates until 2020. Yep. Like, Take all insane. the booze out of the state house. And they've already <laughs> delayed the implementation by six months. They've already done that. So people only should be pissed off. Like, like beyond belief. Don't settle for, oh, we won and it's okay and everything's going to be fine. No. You got to show up. If you don't show up, you're screwed. I'm telling you right now. This Jason state, Lewis has like over ten bills. This himself state, just co-sponsored. this state, they don't give a shit. Like if you don't show up, am I right, Warren? Yeah, Mr. Democrat. Yeah. Your, your party screwing us. You, you can make a huge difference just by two people showing up to something sometimes. And if we have ten thousand people, we will set policy. They ourselves. listen to emails, phone calls, and people showing up because it's not good for them when that happens. So that is the only time they listen is when you flood their email. No state representative wants to walk in and find out they had 500 emails. They just don't. So make that happen to them. All right. And let us know uh, your response. I want to hear from you. Uh, you. You know, like us on Facebook, post the response, let us know. I know people hit me up all the time with that info, so... I want to hear from you, uh, what your reps are saying, your senators. Um, are their voicemail boxes filled up when you call? We want to hear the feedback, so let us know what's going on, especially on that day, on that lobby day and the testimony day. Yeah, Wednesday the 15th is the lobby day, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Massachusetts State House. And uh, we're uh, the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio here every Saturday at 6 p.m., uh, usually to right around 7.30. Sometimes we go later. Not today. I'm, I'm we got a party to go to. I'm sick. <laughs> Let's party. We got the New Year's <laughs> program coming up at 8 p.m. Uh, I want to thank our guests Jam again. Jam some prog rock. Yes, prog rock coming up at 8 p.m. I want to thank our guests again. Uh, we we uh, uh, want to thank Jeremy Nori for coming yes, in. Thank, thank you, you so Jeremy. Much for coming thank in. Thank you, guys. Yeah, a lot of good info, bro. Thank you. And uh, thank you for coming uh, to Boston, uh, Cambridge today, too. My pleasure. 
And uh, Donna Hackett, too, coming in from Rhode Island with her family. Thank you, Donna. Yep, Canna Family Values. She's rolling her eyes at me. Are you mad at me right now? <laughs> no, man. I aggro? gave it right back to you. We're All good. Right. All right, good. As usual. I want to make sure. <laughs> All right, Donna. Thank you again for coming in. I love it. Uh, we'll see you next week. Again, uh, Lauren, you want to say something quick before you leave, too? Because you, you've oh, been... Yeah. Come over here. You can Lauren Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, Lauren Pepsi. You guys kicked me off the show earlier, but actually you had a really good replacement this this show. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Very knowledgeable, very interesting. So I'm, I'm very happy with all our guests, including Donna, everybody. Greenleaf Magazine looks great this month. It's getting better every month, I think. It, is. it really is. It's the awesome. pictures, it's awesome. It Just everything. Awesome. So it's it's been really fun. I, I, I snagged one for the ride home. And uh, I hope everybody has an awesome week. You too. Uh, thank you again, Lauren. And uh, we'll see you guys next week, Saturday, 6, 6 p.m. We're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. Uh, CBDplease.com, your best source for medical quality CBD products, is proud to sponsor the Young Jerks Radio Show. Do you need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did? Do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, my can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient, nine Massachusetts locations, Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk, also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation, get legal, CanacareDocs.com.